Welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and you are now joining me for the 300th episode of this podcast. That's right. I have now crossed over into 300 episodes of the podcast. It has been going on since February of 2018, and I couldn't be more excited to share with you some of the news and topics that I want to talk about this week in Sea of Thieves. But before we get into any of that i have to thank the patrons before i get into anything i want to thank the patrons they were the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash keelhog podcast to support this content 300 episodes in the making i plan on continuing forward with however many more episodes in the future i'm looking forward to getting to 400 or even 500 who knows at this point but the patrons are helping do that. They're helping me uh, take care of bills, take care of uh, podcast things. And I want to thank them because their support means the world to me. And I wanted to let you all know ahead of time, too, this is all like just bonus. You don't have to support. You don't need to support. Please do me a favor. Take care of yourself first. Let this come second. If you need to cancel for a while or if you need to cancel, period, feel free. Don't feel obligated. Okay. I don't want anyone to feel like it's something that they have to continue doing because they've already been doing it for a while, please. So thank you to People's Republic, Elecute, Balls, Captain Chonky, Captain Hayes, Chateau Neuf, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, DA Gaming, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, I'm Dependa Now, Trickster, Jorby Jorbs, Jay Hood, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Cryptic Slayer, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Space Admiral Ors, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Nipperkim, Mutinous Max, Norwegian, Raja the Brave, Registella the Brony Pirate, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Scamelt 666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Captain J Rat of the Flaming Cold Sore, The Lore Chronologist Dead Eye Dre, Heger Owl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, Luke Lord the Insipid Ghost, and Zam Wow. Thank you all so much for your love, for your support, for your friendship, and for this content I give to you. So let's get into it. It's been a long road since I started this podcast. And one of the things that I love to hear the most is when folks find the podcast after discovering Sea of Thieves years after it has launched. They go back to the very beginning of the episodes and listen through the history and the chronology that is a chronology, chronicles, the chronicle, I don't know, the chronological history of the game uh, from its very, very beginnings as a beta that I stepped into with unknown people that I'm still friends with today up until creating the podcast and then finding my way into the game, into pirate legend history, into the documentary, into the Sea of Thieves uh, uh, SOT fests, as well as Fest of Legends. I have seen and heard just about all there is when it comes to Sea of Thieves. There are a few people out there, and kudos to you, legends, 
salute you, uh, who have been following the game even longer, and even they still love and cherish this game. It's amazing that community has grown up around this game, and the friends that I have now would not be possible without this podcast as well as the game. I love everything that comes from the idea of having a 300th episode. Uh, I decided that I wanted to kind of kick things off with this episode the way I used to. Back in the day when I used to start up this podcast, I used to listen to Pirates of the Caribbean, He's a Pirate. Now, if you don't know, it's that very raucous kind of instrumental music uh, that came at the beginning whenever Jack Sparrow would do very uh, climactic things. It was it was. It's one of my favorite songs. It's It was a song that I used to listen to to get me pumped up when I wanted to talk about Sea of Thieves news. Because back in the day, having like any kind of uh, like, like news or, or, or recording my voice was very kind of nerve, nerve wracking for me. Like I just didn't feel comfortable. Now I can sit down and do it just about any day I need to and talk for a good while. Um, but back in that day, I used to listen to a pirate's life or, or, pi- or <laughs> now it's a pirate's life. Now I just have that association in my head. But back in the day, it was just Pirates of the Caribbean and he's a pirate. And I would have that on loop. I had this extended version. It was like 15 minutes and I'd put it on loop and I'd have it playing in my ears when talking about Sea of Thieves. And I'm doing that right now. And the thing that I noticed when I went to go do this was how much music really does kind of influence like how I felt or how I talked about stuff. Um, and, and genuinely, like it's one of those exciting moments where you know you're going to be talking about something that you absolutely love, that you are just absolutely, it's just, it's, just, it's your whole life, right? And I still to this day think that uh, this podcast and the community that have come because of it and because of Sea of Thieves is one of the greatest achievements I've I've been able to accomplish in life. Like I've done a lot of stuff. I've been a lot of places. I've done some cool things and stuff. But to this day, if you're listening to this, you are a part of a thing that makes my life cherished. Uh, something that I actually really, really love. And I thank you all for those that have come, for those that have gone. If you don't listen to this, if you do listen to it, doesn't matter. But I do hope that you know. I've heard you. I've seen you. I appreciate you and it means a lot to me that you listen because if it wasn't for you listening, I don't know that I would be pushing myself all the time to constantly make sure that every episode that I put out is something that I'm happy with and there's always going to be episodes where there's just not a whole lot to talk about and you hear me talk about that. There's going to be episodes where I'm not quite happy with the state of the game and I think that we're missing something and that we should be getting back to like the bare bones of of, of what made Sea of Thieves so enthralling in those betas and those alphas and those tests and stuff before launch, you know, and you got excited and you were riled up and you're like, I'm going to go out there and find me a, a, a ferryman code on one of those Sea of Thieves controllers that are just absolutely beautiful and I can't wait to sit down and play the game. It's going to be amazing. And I think so many of us have been with the game for so long that that sheen has kind of worn off. You know, things have gotten kind of dull and we're, we're just kind of, we have it up on the shelf and we look at it and we think, ah, oh, man, I remember the days. I remember the days of when I was just like young and fresh and jumping onto the seas. And a lot of you still do that. A lot of you still really jump into the game. 
every single night that you can. And a lot of it now comes down to who you're with because of the, the people that you care with. And you have your group and you have your, your guild now. And it's a beautiful thing. So going back and thinking about like what it was like then and what it is like now, I'm still so impressed with how Sea of Thieves does, both as like a product, as like a studio that is working on it, as a community that is constantly changing and evolving, seeing new streamers come up, seeing new YouTubers come up, seeing new podcasters come up, seeing new artists come out of nowhere who are just like, what is Sea of Thieves? I have to draw about this. Uh, and it's been so beautiful to see all of that. And it's been so cool to see so much passion, both negative and positive positive about this game because it, at least it means that it's giving them a feeling they're feeling something about this game and after 300 episodes of making sea of thieves content just in general i gotta say there are very few communities that i've come across that are on par with sea of thieves i i genuinely think that the fallout 76 community is pretty darn good uh, they're pretty good out there. They're good. There's some good eggs out there. I'll say that. And then I would say like, even now I'm like trying to think of like, what's a community that I think has done really, really well at maintaining what is passionate about Sea of Thieves and it, for their respective game. And I have a hard time with that, you know? Um, so seeing like this weekend or this week, they've had uh, over at the Rift Studios, like some nice festivals. They had some carnival rides and some fireworks and they're just they're having fun at a job. How many of us can say that? Right. How many of us can actually sit there and think like, oh, man, I can't wait to go into work the next day. It's going to be fun and I'm going to have a good time and I'm going to try and do everything that I can to make sure that what I'm doing is having a positive impact. And I think that's what I get from this podcast. I think that sentiment right there is exactly what I love to do about this. I love to sit down and I love to record this podcast because I'm hoping that while you sitting in the car with this playing, thinking about your day, hopefully planning what you're going to do tonight, are you going to go sailing? Are you going to, which, which emissary are you going to throw down? There's a lot of emissaries that you could be working on. What kind of commendations are you working on? What's that one commendation that consistently pops up in your mind when you're thinking, ah, I really need to get on the seas and start working on this. Can I convince my crewmates to help me with this? Or am I going to have to do some solo vaults? And I love that that is hopefully something that is going through your mind right now. I hope that you're thinking with me about what commendations you want to be working towards, because I've been doing that lately too. That's something that I've been kind of keeping on the back of my mind. And I talked about this a few episodes back. It's been a while now, but I still think about like, what are the ones that I want to accomplish this year? What are the ones that Xbox constantly pop up, pops up every time? Like I'm sitting there and Xbox goes idle because I'm like on my other screen or I'm, you know, playing something else or I'm not really paying attention. It's like, hey, by the way, buddy, did you know that you're 90% of the way done with your merchant voyages? And I'm like, I am. That's not that bad. How many is 90% out of 250? That's like, what's 10%? That's like, that's not that much, right? Like I could, I could do that. That should, that, that would be soft enough to, to be able to knock out. 
what is that one that's for you? Because I'm, I'm curious, like, how long you've been working on that? Because I've been working on that one since the beginning of the game. Let me tell you, five years, I still have not completed all of those merchant voyages. Uh, and same thing with the Order of Souls, too. Same thing with the Order of Souls. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. But I did do uh, some sailing today. Um, I had a good time, and I was working on Order of Souls. Because uh, if you guys don't know, there's new ledgers, new ledgers, new season, season 10's out, season uh, ledgers have reset, and we've got the respective emissaries, um, the the, uh, the the trade companies, you know, the Athena's Fortune, the Reapers, the OGs, uh, they've got new rewards, and you get a compass, and you get a shovel, and these aren't just like your, oh, congratulations, these are the same ones that you got that, you know, when you were working your way up through ye old levels, uh, these are ones that are like fashionable. I like them. They're sharp. They're they're punctuated in their design, and I like them. So, hopefully, you guys are thinking about that if you're if you're on your way to work or you're at work and you're like sitting there, like thinking, like, oh god, I can't wait two more hours until my next break, and then I've got two more hours after that, and I'm off, and I can go home. I might have to adult a little bit, you know, put a little NyQuil in the kids, uh, you know, drink tonight. They'll go to bed early or maybe I'll just tell them to go to bed early or maybe they'll play with me. That would work out too. And then we can go work on some of those commendations. What are you guys thinking about when you're, when you're playing Sea of Thieves or you're thinking about Sea of Thieves? What are you guys thinking about when you're listening to this podcast? It's been 300 episodes I'm excited to dive into a few of the things that we're going to be talking about. I already kind of like dipped my toe into one of them with the, with the ledgers, you know, the, the emissary ledgers reset. Um, I realized I have not been focusing on that as much as I, I should be. I've been laxing on that one. So I think that's my goal for November is I want to focus on knocking out the, the emissary ledgers this month so that next month, I'll be able to finish up the top tier for a couple of the ones that I missed out on. And if you're watching the YouTube version, you might eventually see me kind of pop into the ledgers as I'm checking them while I'm working on my order of souls. And you might actually see like I did miss like a few of them. So hopefully you all are having a fantastic week so far. Um, to get into one of the things that I wanted to touch about, let, let's let's talk about, uh, I wanted to touch on Sea Dogs Search. So let's get into that. Sea Dogs Search is the brand new for free Amazon comic that is available through your Kindle app. You can also use the web-based version like I do. It is the new Sea of Thieves comic that is written by Jeremy Whitley. It is artwork by Roald uh, Marcellius, and uh, it's it's good. It's actually really, really good. Now, I did check this to see like who is actually kind of involved with this, because usually a special thanks go to specific people when it comes to the comic. And for the longest time, Mike Chapman has been like in that list, if if not prominent in the written by kind of stuff, right? This time, special thanks goes to Pete Heinz and Adam Park. Gentlemen, I'm still hoping to get you on the podcast. I still very much want to talk to you about merchandise. There's new merchandise and new things that are coming out that we need to talk about this episode as well. But I am very much in, in desire to chat with you about stuff. And it's also because of co uh, controllers that may or may not have been promised at some point 
in the past. I want to talk about that, but also special thanks go out to Chris Alcock, who, if you don't know, is the author of not only the Sea of Thieves novels, but also many, many a journal that you have read in Sea of Thieves during adventures, tall tales, all that good jazz, all of that stuff. Chris Alcock, thank you very much for your work. Shying Lee in Isher Dillon, I believe is how you're Isher Dillon. I would love to find out how you pronounce your name. Also, did I get it right? Did I not? If I didn't, can you please let me know? Because I'm terrible with names and I like to make sure folks' names get put out correctly. But very interesting to me that Mike Chapman is not listed in the special thanks too, which means that once again, we have another comic set that is being produced without his direct connection or maybe not his special thanks. He may actually be included in on this. He may be working towards, you know, like helping other people and stuff like that. But very interesting to me that uh, he is not included in the special thanks for this, given his status, what he does with this. But to get into what this is, Sea of Thieves, Sea Dogs Search is going to be the story of Lissetti Singh, daughter to the pirate lord Ramsey, searching for her brother's lost soul and taking one uh, uh, or taking uh, out the one siren queen and putting a real thumb in the eye of the sirens in general. And the first episode is fantastic. It's a great trip down memory lane. It does a great job of kind of introducing Lissetti as who she is, why she doesn't feel like she is who she wants to be, and the, the, the kind of social normative that was raised around her, what she had to deal with as a girl, as a woman, growing up in a world where men predominantly are the leaders, the ones that are held up to the expectation of accomplishing things, right? And it was great to see her desire to rise above that, to break through the glass ceiling. And the story of her love for her brother and how devastated she is that he was murdered, how he didn't deserve that, how he, how she wants to get revenge for killing, for her brother being killed by the Siren Queen, for also making sure that her father knows that she is a better pirate than either her brother or himself. She wants to prove all of this. And I love that it kicks off with her kind of realizing, like, now that her brother's gone, and now that uh, she's leaving Sea of Thieves, and the Sea Dogs are done, she's going to go find herself and find a crew that is worthy to sail with her on finding her brother's soul. So that is the premise. That is the the um, the actual thing that's kind of going on with this comic. This is just the first issue of the comic. And again, it is for free through Amazon, through Comixology. You can use it on your Kindle. You can use it through the Amazon Kindle web-based uh, thing. So I definitely recommend you go and check that out. It's a It's a great listen. And in fact, it, it, there's a fight within the first couple pages that, to me, I actually really loved. I thought it was great to see this. It was an, or it was illustrated well and uh, really made me feel like it was like good to see Lissetti kind of get back into a row, you know, with someone. And, and who better than, you know, I'll, I'll let you find out who it is. Um, but it's great to see a good cast of characters brought back into this kind of storytelling and uh, shout out to the street fighter reference in there as well too. I actually really thought that was cute. Um, there's some 
awesome storytelling that's going on here and some choices that I love the the amount of inclusion that they put into this game. They are really trying to make sure that everyone feels welcome, everyone feels represented in Sea of Thieves, and they're doing that by leading the way with their characters, with their storytelling, and they've done a great job with it. So definitely want to recommend that you get out there, that you get a chance to go through and read this and hopefully enjoy it as much as I do and look forward to the next episode or issue. I guess it'd be issue. I think of it as an episode. I don't know why. Next up on today's docket, we're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves Pirate Perks. What does that mean? What can you get? What kind of perks are involved with this? Well, first off, what this is, is a system that is not too unlike what Destiny 2 does. Now, if you have no clue what I just meant by that, fear not, we're going to be talking about that. So if you want to get exclusive merchandise from Sea of Thieves, by the achievements that you have done in game. There is a way to do that now. They are now selling t-shirts to start and a coin that are going to be tied to reputation. Now you can only achieve these, uh, you can only get this merchandise from the rare store. And you can only get this merchandise if you do two things. One, you have to have an account on Sea of Thieves' website. You then have to have that account connected to your Microsoft account that is got your Sea of Thieves main pirate attached to it. Whichever account that you're using that has like the main pirate that you go for, that one you got to make sure is attached to Sea of Thieves. Then you have to allow the rare store, which is their merchandise store, access to that account to be able to verify what your reputations are. Then once that is done, you will then get access to six, no, sorry, seven, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different types of merchandise. Well, not different types, but different pieces of merchandise based on where you're at with reputations and the seasonal renown. So if you reach level 100 in the current season, you have the option to purchase one of the coins from the store. Now the, the coin itself has like the sovereign theme and the Sea of Thieves uh, Reaper's mark on the back. And the way it works is essentially you can now buy items based on accomplishments done in the game. So if you reach rank 50 in the Gold Hoarders, there's a t-shirt that recognizes the trade company's founder as the Gold Hoarder. It's got his skull. It's got a bunch of coins in around his mouth and stuff. And his mouth's all open. It's on a black t-shirt. You can buy that. If you do uh, the merchant and you reach rank 50 or level 50 with the merchant alliance, you can then buy a t-shirt that has each of the different little bars, uh, little things that you can turn in, you know, like the merchant voyages. Uh, you can turn into, I don't quite understand why they have chests on this. It doesn't see, it's not like a thing that you normally would turn into the Merchant Alliance, um, but they do have chests on there, but they have like, you know, like cannonball crates and banana crates and chickens and snakes and kegs. And that's all just like part of the theme of that actual one. Now the Order of Souls, this is the one that I think a lot of folks might think is really cool because it's got Madame Olivia and she's holding up a glass ball and there's a bunch of green smoke around her and a couple skulls for the Order of Souls, but you have to reach rank 50 to get that. And if you want to get that, then you can get that. And they have it in different sizes, extra small, small, medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large, 3XL, 
4XL and 5XL. I kid you not. Now, if you want to go for a 5XL shirt, you can for $17.99. Now, I don't know what that is in pounds. Apologize. It's probably a little bit less. It's probably like 15 pounds because our dollar is weak right now. If you're in Canada, I apologize. It's probably like 50 bucks for you. I don't know why. You're going to have to have a little chat with your government there. If you're down in Australia, I have no idea. I actually have no idea. Uh, please help. Um, but for all intents and purposes, for the US-based listeners, 18 bucks, which is a good deal on shirts. I'm looking at you, people who are thinking, oh my God, that's a lot of money. Well, it, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it is. But still, custom t-shirt. Only able to get that because you're rank 50. I don't see any other see if these fans out there rank 50 wearing these t-shirts if they didn't buy these shirts well they probably bought the shirts anyway they also have it for reaper's bones and for the hunter's call and the hunter's call is a megalodon with a bunch of kegs in its mouth not too unlike the uh the oxygen tank that was stuck in jaws's mouth in the jaws movie like this is it's total that's a good one i like that one i really do the reaper's mark or the reaper's mark the reaper's bones one is uh, really nice as well too it's got um flameheart jr in his reaper outfit uh with his you know with his gilded face mask thing because his skull was all cracked uh it's got that plus like the reaper hourglass on it very understated very graffiti like looks like a banksy i kind of like it uh the pirate legend one you get if you hit a pirate legend you can order this it's got the athena's fortune uh, logo the pirate legend logo on it and i actually really love this i keep thinking that i want to get this or get the pirate legend tattoo and i want to get the keel hauled tattoo uh done at some point like i want to do the rest of my forearm and my right arm and get like the keel hauled logo and the pirate legend tattoo uh done on them at some point the other one is for hitting rank 10 with athena's fortune and you get this really, really like it, it's 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 like a spray paint. It's like graffiti. It really is like graffiti, but it's uh, it looks like Ramsey, the pirate lord, and he's got like a uh, kind of profile, but he's looking at you like across his shoulder, and it's got the pirate legend tattoo or like mark as kind of like a shoulder tattoo on there, but he's still wearing like his jacket. So I like. Um, you can buy all of these if you hit those specific ranks. You can buy the seasonal coin if you hit level 100 in your seasonal renown, which I honestly, I really like. Now, the comment that I made at the beginning of the this this uh, little segment here, this, this docket item, uh, was that this was pretty much what Destiny 2 does. Now, if you're not familiar, Destiny 2 does offer merchandise based off of merchandise or based off of um like achievements you know like you do something in the game and you get like a, a completed thing and they have these seals and the seals have a very specific like icon or look to them to kind of like differentiate them between the different dungeons the different raids the different seasonal stuff and once you get those you can then get a coupon to use in their store that takes the item from being like of an, an exorbitantly priced item and i'm talking like you know like a little pin on the store normally would be like 777 dollars but if you accomplish the thing in game and you get the coupon code once you've actually like 
unlocked that thing in game, that coupon code will bring the price of that down to like 15 bucks and it's much more reasonable. But the goal is, is that they're trying to get people to get the thing done in game so that you get the coupon code so that you can buy it at the, at the normal price so that people can see it, but they can't, you know, like who's going to spend that much money on a little pin for doing something in a game that they didn't actually do. Like there might be people out there that do that, but I would be very impressed if they did. And I would ask them for money because that would be a better use of it. I think, you know, little philanthropy, but uh, they're taking a page out of destiny's book. And honestly, I've seen some discourse around this online. It's come and gone since this actually happened. And I've seen the pros and the cons of it. Like a lot of people are like, this isn't actually a really big achievement. I can't believe they're wasting their time on this. And there's other people that are like, I love this. I love celebrating this kind of thing in Destiny 2. I can't wait for them to start selling jackets based on uh, accomplishments that I've done in game because I will buy a jacket that is like Ramsey's coat or Merrick's coat or DeMarco's coat or X coat, you know, or hat. Hats are very popular in Sea Thieves. But that is... That is essentially what they're going for here. They're looking to drive uh, people to purchase merchandise based off stuff that they've done in game. And it is a tried and true formula. It works. It's a it's a good thing to do. And it gives you something to kind of be proud of, especially in a game where everything we do is digital. All of our cosmetics are digital. They can take them away whenever we have no control. It is all a lie. Uh, Big brother is watching us. Um, But effectively, like no one can take away that. Well, someone could take away the pin. If you got a pin, if you got a coin, someone could take the coin. But you know, that's a thing that you can actually like put in like a little display case and show it off. And that way, when your kids, you know, your grandkids come by, they'll like walk by your 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 shelf of all your achievements and all your pops that are like half melted and faded from the sun. They'll be like, Grandpa, what's this thing over here? It looks like a coin. You're like, ah, yes. I remember when I finished season 34 in Sea of Thieves. Ah, that was a good season. We were still waiting for Flameheart back then, but it was a good season. I don't remember what we did. I think we got Salty back to his normal body, and we figured out who the trickster was as a result. And Flameheart was still MIA. But that's what that coin is there, boy. Wow, Grandpa, you're old. You know, they're like, that. that's what I imagine, like, this coin is going to be. Like, you're going to pass this coin down to your, your, your kids, and your kids are going to be like, oh, Grandpa, why did you... Dad, why do I have to hold on to this? You gotta give it to your grandkids. It's a family heirloom now. It's based around video games. And you're like, we don't even play video games anymore, Grandpa. We just do it in our mind. It's all there anyway. We don't actually touch controllers. That's what I'm kind of hoping folks are doing with these coins. It's dumb. But you know what? You got to spend your money on something, right? Like you can't just bury it and become a pirate lord and then tell people to go find it somewhere. It's not that easy as as it used to be, right? Like everyone has cars, but you're not going to be like, hey, guys, I set up a geolocation for you to find my little pop vinyls. Have fun with that time capsule. You know, they're not going to do that, but at least you can enjoy having a coin or a T-shirt. And that if you go to like a Sea of Thieves Fest or a Fest of Legends in 2024 and you're walking around with that Reaper's uh, Reaper Bones T-shirts, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, you got the T-shirt. You know, it'll be cool.
it's worth doing. I don't know. I love Adam. I love Pete. I think they do a great job with the the merch. I think, you know, we had like, we had like tables and stuff for a while. That's so crazy. It's so out there. Like, I would love to see the, the Ikea, uh, like room that is set up that shows off like the Sea of Thieves merch and <laughs> like have like a, a really nice like gamer desk with computer monitors everywhere and, and no cables to be seen because it all magically works and they hide the cables so well that you're just like, this must all be done by magic because I don't understand how this is not done without cables. I have cables everywhere at home. But that's kind of what I was like, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore, but I love that they're doing the pirate perk program. You don't have to buy it for, for Pete's sake. It's just a thing. It's just another incentive for you to be like, I got a thing done. I can buy this if I want to, it would be cool. I could buy it and then like, make sure that, uh, you know, like I'm having a competition with my buddy to see like how many of us are able to collect every single coin. It's an option. Think about it. Um, enough of me shilling. Uh, let's get into something else. Next up on today's docket, I'm going to butcher the name of this community spotlight. I think it's uh, Pyrie or Perry. I have no idea. It's P-E-I-R-E-I. I don't know who they are, but I got to read through this. Uh, it came out on the 29th of October, and it was a great little dive into um, someone who is one of the winners of not only the NAL, the Notorious Arena League, but also the Sea of Champions, which both of those got their own specific sales, if you didn't know. So like, not only that, um, I'm pretty sure that they've actually uh, gotten their um, uh, allegiance flags, their uh, like Sea of Thieves allegiance flags, the ones where you get from the community ones, as well as uh, Sea of Thieves shots. So their community spotlight was fascinating. Um, I really liked reading about the history of uh, of their their kind of like gaming and how they were raised. Um, they were born at a time where their father purchased a PS1, a PlayStation 1, where they would play Space Invaders together. And they also got him uh, a Game Boy Color where he would play Pokemon Yellow uh, with with like Pikachu starting out and stuff. Then they talked about how uh, they would go down to their friend's house where they would play uh, on their N64 and they would spend most of their gaming sessions playing Banjo-Tooie and then later uh, playing Star Fox Adventures which uh, apparently Fox is their favorite character in Smash Brothers, who was like, oh, yeah, love that. And it was very interesting to hear that they came from the Destiny background, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, um, also that they're super young, and that makes me feel super old because I remember the launch of the PS1, and I remember the launch of the N64, and it's just I'm so old at this point. But it was cool to read through this, and kind of have like the same kind of resonance with their their thoughts on like you know what how to be good at pvp like some of the things you need to do have good team communication have dedicated roles make sure you're trusting each other to do those roles communicating with each other when things are going bad about that as well too um and seeing their kind of performance and stuff um it was really kind of awesome to just kind of read through that. So that's over there uh, as one of the community spotlights, if you guys get a chance. The other thing that I wanted to jump into was we did get a uh, hotfix. This is uh, something that came out um, just after last week's episode. The hotfix, it, it, there's a couple things that came out as a result of this. There was something that 
folks were doing that they had to fix that they found out and it it dealt with an exploit around the uh, guild system. And thanks to Caleb, he was, he was the one that clued me into this about what was going on, but effectively players were figuring out a way to stay on the same server after an arena fight or not an arena fight after a, an hourglass battle. And they would then effectively trade wins in hourglass fights. So not only were they ranking up faster in in, in, in the uh, hourglass battles, um, but they were also ranking up their guild rank as well, too. So that was one of the fixes that they came in um, that was kind of causing issues with people getting so, so, uh, or getting um, fat or higher in rank. What am I trying to say here? That they were getting through the ranks of the guild uh, reputation faster than originally designed. But we also got a couple fixes in with this as well, too. So the release notes go as such. Uh, first off, there's an update to the legendary search for the Skull of Destiny Voyage. The legendary search for Skull of Destiny Voyage, which is a mouthful. I, it's, it, I'm going to leave that with that. Uh, are once again available for purchase and have been returned to their original prices. Players can purchase a single voyage from the Pirate Lord or Shipwrights for 100 doubloons or the voyage bundle from the Shipwrights for 500 doubloons. Then it goes into some of the fixes. Um, We did get a fix that looks like it has been rolled out to other people regarding the uh, Reaper's Chests and Reaper's Bounties as well as the Chest of Fortunes. Those should be represented in your Grade 2 as starting out 30 of 60. Please check if they aren't. If they are, then you're good to go. If they aren't, please put in a ticket to support. I was I've been talking to support over the last month, um, kind of letting them know, like, hey, this has gone through, this hasn't gone through. I'm still seeing this. They're checking in on me, making sure that things are going all well. Um, I know they just recently helped uh, Chenzo with getting the holy bartender as his ship. He's had that name forever. He wasn't able to use bartender. There's a reason for it. They found a good workaround, and he now has his holy bartender, which is fantastic. Bartender is a, a word that is not good. I don't know why it's not good to them. I can't remember the reason. I remember reading it, and now I can't remember it. But I'm not going to hang on that. So with some of the fixes that came in, those were a couple that I know that a few folks have uh, run into. I haven't heard anyone running into any issues with uh, pirates uh, dealing with the uh, cannonballs and stuff, or the cannons not working properly. So I'm hoping that that's working as well. Um, the performance is stability improvements made to the server's performance, resolving an issue that caused scenarios of higher ping spikes, desync and rubber banding, impacting the core experience resolved a vulnerability that allowed some players to affect the stability of a server and cause others to be disconnected from their session. So glad to see that. It's always a bummer when they have to go down one ship. You know, they have to limit the number of players per server, but I would rather they do that than have a bad experience overall, period. Obviously, I would like for these things to not have to be an issue, but Sea of Thieves is one of them weird games, man. There just isn't a game out there that's like it. Like, how many ship fighting open world games that you run into? I don't find too many. Um... Players attempting to fire themselves out of a cannon while their ship is traveling at high speed should no longer find themselves dropped into the sea. I'm glad to hear about that. Now, if you still have issues with that, 
do do yourself a favor do everyone else a favor try and figure out like why it happened or, or figure out like what were the circumstances like think about like okay what was i doing where was the cannon aimed where was where you know what did i have in my pockets were there anything weird going on about that that i should try and remember and then try and get that report into and and just as a side note too i i know a lot of us love to go on social media and a lot of us think that social media is where we can voice our feelings about issues with the game that doesn't always get to the right team though not every day are people scrubbing scrubbing those comments and thinking ah oh, that's that's how we're going to escalate this ticket that can be tracked support tickets are the easiest way to kind of have that stuff tracked um, I run into it with my job. It's harder to keep track of emails that people send in that are like, hey, Logan, this is going on. Uh, can you help out with this? Um, it's much easier if there's an actual like support ticket that's put in and they tell me exactly what the problem is and they give evidence and I can speak to that. Just saying. Uh, players who have made progress towards Reaper's riches and fortunes favor commendations prior to season 10 will now find their commendations correctly reflecting their progress players who now appear to have 59 out of 60 will need to hand in one further item to complete their grade i think this is working okay i know that this was a problem for caleb he was not able to do to do this like for sure like he had issues with it so i think he still got a ticket in there about that uh a pirate's life players can once again dig up poor dougie at sailor's grave very glad to hear about that um known issues that i know for sure uh the achievement for monkey's island is still not popping Please, if you guys have a chance, go over to seethieves.com, go to support, put in a ticket for that. Just remind them that that is something that is not popping because I think that has to get taken care of on their end and also get escalated to Microsoft so that the achievement system works. But if it's still an issue, like take some time, put in a ticket if that's if that hasn't worked for you. It has to has to come from someone that it doesn't work on because if they look at the account and they show that you have it and you put in a ticket for it they're going to be like oh, it's not a problem you got it what was the was the issue what's the issue here um let's see da, 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 da. guilds guilds reaching a distinction will now be able to raise a guild emissary flag straight away and will not be required to wait until they reach guild reputation level 15 guilds that reach the limit of 42 pledged ships can now continue to access the guild tab and browse their progress players attempting to join a guild session after the player who created that session who left will no longer become disconnected from the session and improve the stability for players receiving guild invites reducing instances where they disconnect from their sessions so I have not really run into any more issues with inviting people into the guild and having that not work. You do still need to be mutual friends with the person that you're looking to invite to your guild. Additionally, gold hoarders, if you joined up and you want in on the, the keel hauled guild, you have to you have to be a little proactive with me and, and work with me here. Like I can I can put out the call and you can let me know like, hey, I want in cool i need your gamer tag and i need you to add me on xbox so that i can actually get you invited because there's a second guild now the second guild is still at rank one and the first guild is filled full up for right now um and 
you know, as things cycle, as things move, as people come and go, things will change there. But I have a second guild. It started up. I haven't been able to add anyone yet because I I don't know what your gamer tag is. So help help me out help me out on that one. Uh, let me let me get you into the guild if that's what you were going for. Um, also, I'll just say like, hey, I know you guys. There's some folks that may want to get into the guild because they may think that the, the guild will be you know high rank and want to jump into that. Uh, there's going to be two guilds, and one's always going to be lower than the other one. So don't don't go in with the expectation that you're getting into a high level guild because the first one's kind of already filled up. So you're going to be getting into the second guild because they put a 24 player limit on this thing. <laughs> it would be nice if it was like 50 uh, where I could actually have like most of the people in the gold orders just in the same guild. It would just, that would be, that'd be super. I would love that, but I can't do that. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck with the tools that they gave me and I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to make macaroni here. And the macaroni is like coming out more like a, like a calzone. I don't know. I don't know how it works that way, but that's what's going on. So, um, this was about a five, six gig update, uh, for, for the, the patch. And it, it came to my attention the other day, actually socks and sandals over on Twitter, uh, reached out to me and was like, Hey, is Sea of Thieves actually 100 gigs? And I'm like, yes, I think so. That sounds about right. Is it? And I went and checked. And sure enough, Sea of Thieves is like 100 gigs. And I was like, man, I remember when this game was like 20 gigs. Back when this podcast first started, man, 300 episodes ago, this game was like 20 gigs to install. Like the PC I had at the time was like, Nah, bro, you're good. You want like mythic 4K 60, like you're chill. Like it is, it's going to look great. It's going to be amazing. And now my PC's like just choking on the frames. It's like, God, stop it, please. I don't want it anymore. And it's like, it's trying, it's trying its darndest. Um, I can still play it without streaming though, which is nice, but I'm mostly on my Xbox nowadays. I'm mostly just... I boot that up and I just jump on there and and you're probably watching the video footage of me playing on my Xbox server. So <laughs> that's probably what I'm used to playing on nowadays. Um, I still love my PC, though. God, I still I, I'm so close. I'm so, so close. I just need to I just need the CPU in the case and a couple other things. I'm so close. I'm going to get back on PC. I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be good. But uh, that's the patch notes for uh, the hot fix not too major they fixed a couple major things the game definitely feels like it's in a, a more stable state um since i've been playing honestly like i i really have not run into too much as far as like issues going on and uh it's been really great to see that uh the keelhauled community the the gold hoarders um have already knocked us up into actually both of the two main guilds that i'm a part of uh, the, the close knit friends that I have, um, that I've met through Keelhauled, our guild and the guild that I started up for the patrons, both of those have already hit the top emissary positions for this month, which means we're already getting the, like the little trinkets and paintings that are coming with that emissary rewards. And I'm so proud of that. I'm so cool. It's so cool to see that that's, that's already going on. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on with the guilds. Like you can actually turn in flags to the sovereigns with the guild system. It's kind of weird, but uh, you know, 
I, I, I try not to question a whole lot of why things happen at this point when it comes to the sovereigns, because I, and I think I feel like I talked about this a while ago. The sovereigns are just a weird catch all for everything now. Like I'm waiting for the heel turn on them, you know, like that good old wrestler motif of like, ah, you know, one of these days. One of these days they're going to like, they're going to be the, the good guy and they're going to turn bad guy. And they're going to, they're going to Hulk Hogan NWO this thing on me one day. And I'm going to be like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Curse you for your inevitable, but obvious betrayal. But that day hasn't come yet. And for all intents and purposes, that's fine. Like it's whatever. They got a building in Port Merrick. If that's what they want, they got it. They already get, they get, they get my business. Right. And I'm not, I'm like, I'm okay with that, but that, for all intents and purposes, is what's going on there. I hope you all are having a good time with guilds now. It's been fascinating to see some of the uh, conversation happening around that. Um, and just kind of like, kind of see like how things are going with with the guilds in general. Like this is kind of the main thing that kind of kicked up with season 10. And now that we're in November, I, we better be hearing something about that voyage of the Siren Song uh, or the Skull of the Siren Song because maybe we're in it. Like this is November, like congratulations, you had a month of guilds. It's time for that voyage. Let's see where that voyage is, you know, cause I'm not gonna say I've I've tried it. I'm not gonna say that I haven't tried it. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Uh, things are kind of crazy right now, but I will say, I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be real fun. I think that voyage is gonna be real, real heart pounding. You're gonna be looking on that horizon a lot. You're gonna be like, man, is now the day? Is now the day that I get to turn this thing in for a hat that I can put on until the next hat comes on. If you guys don't know, I'm making Team Fortress 2 jokes here because the team, it's, it's these are the jokes, folks. I, it's been 300 episodes. If you didn't know these were the jokes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fam. I love you, but these are the jokes. Um, but for all intents and purposes, I, I, think it's, I think we're gonna be getting this week news about the uh, Skull of Siren song. I'm hoping that this will be like, so, like I, I hope that Monday pops up and they toss out the video of this is what the siren song is going to be like. This is, this is what you can expect. Um, then next, next week, I, I honestly, I hope it's this week because uh, we, we usually get things on Thursdays, which is funny because it used to be Wednesdays back in the day, you know, like 300 episodes ago it used to be on Tuesdays. Uh, but we get things done on Thursdays now and the ninth would give us four weeks with the Skull of Siren Song. And that would be a great way to kind of kick off the beginning of the month and say like, hey, you know, that thing we promised for November is here and it's going strong. So now that everyone's gotten their extra hour, either last week or this week, uh, back from daylight savings time, unless you live in Arizona and you don't even know what people are talking about and you just go to bed like a normal person and not have to gain or lose an hour which is how it should be for everyone but whatever um hopefully now we start like really kind of like pushing up the cadence like start pumping out some more videos being like all right cool we got that ghouls and glories out of the way everyone had a really good time it was like five days of double gold and reputation and everything and it was glorious it was ghoulish and glorious at the same time um we need more like that like please rare I'm, I'm telling you, like, keep engagement high. Just 
what is gold to people? It's not the, it's not about the gold. It's about the double reputation. That's what really matters. That's what really comes down to. It's the double reputation, please. Um, I got, I, I did get some hourglass in last week, I think. And that was, it was good. It was really nice. Um, I cared not for what my, what my win or loss streak was. Uh, but I did do a couple rolls for wins, which was fun. That was, I don't know what it is about those. I'd like those. They're dumb and goofy and it's like defeats the point of even having like hourglass, but I'm kind of there for it too at the same time. Cause I'm just like, oh, this saves me supplies. I don't have to, I don't, I don't have to like worry about it. People you need to put the flags up though. What the, what the, f you need to put your f flag up. If you're doing an hourglass and you don't put your flag up, I'm, I'm looking at you with, with eyes that are like very judgy eyes, very judgmental eyes right now. Just put your flag up. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I can't remember what I was going on. <laughs> I had a, I had a point that I was going, Oh, oh it's November. It's November. Let's get the, let's get the voyage out. You know, let's get that new thing out. I want to see people getting into it. I think it'll be really awesome for folks to have a reason to get into, uh, you know, sailing and doing PVP. Like people want PVP in the game. They want like that natural thing. Like this is a natural thing. This is a natural, like go after a ship get the like sink them you know get the thing and then have to figure out like where you got to go and then of course you got to like deal with the repercussions of the slowness that comes with the ship as well too like i can't wait to see like what that's going to be like like it's going to be so interesting how that's going to work and i'm not saying i know how it works i'm not saying i don't know how it works i'm just saying it's it's going to be interesting when it launches um i think that's about it uh shout out to everyone that donated to dread pirate doug uh if you guys if you guys did i know you did uh i saw the i saw the names on there i recognize the names um shout out to you for giving him a hand on that because it, it was really fantastic and uh, i appreciate it do me is uh, another community member who is running into the same kind of issue, unfortunately. Um, so if you know Doomy, would love for you guys to, to you know, reach out, see how he's doing, um, see if you can support him as well too. Definitely appreciate it. But uh, I think that is going to do it, folks. I think that's going to do it. I was try I'm trying to think if there's something I missed. It's been like two weeks since I talked about the things that I wanted to talk about that I completely forgot about. So now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm trying to think like, oh God, what did I miss talking about? Please tell me what I miss talking about. Outside of that, I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I did. It was BlizzCon. I didn't get to go visit my friends, but I got to see a whole bunch of news uh, about World of Warcraft, about Diablo 4, about other games that I don't care about. And then I got to see like I've been playing World Warcraft Rumble, which is a mobile game. That's the closest thing to a Blizzard RTS that they have put out since StarCraft Legacy of the Void. And it hurts a little bit to say that. But at the same time, I'm also kind of there for it, too especially since some of my buddies worked on that, but yeah, I don't know, man. I think I might be, I think I might be getting back into wow. I hate saying that, but I think I might, might get, I might get back into wow. Chris Metzen's back. I don't know what else to say. That. Other than that pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. If you like this content, if you're happy to celebrate the 300th episode with myself, let me know in the comments let me know over on twitter like subscribe this content uh join up i put an episode out every monday for the last five plus years at this point for the last 300 episodes of keel hauled it's insane to think 
I have made it this long. I never, when I started this, I never thought I would know how long this game would go for or how long I would stick with this. And there have been many trials and tribulations along the way, but I've always stuck with it and I've always released an episode. There's only been a few that I haven't. I've had help with that, but I'm very happy to see this game kind of get moving forward. And I, and I, I gotta let you know too, the Sea Donk Search comic, it's, it's got a vibe behind it that feels like OG rare, like OG rare is in like focusing on the, the cool pirate story that they started that I'm, I'm hope I'm hoping we get back to, right? Like it's been a year since we, since we voted for Flameheart to come back. Well, some people voted for it. I wanted to make sure that my boy Pendragon didn't get lost in the Sea of the Damned, but y'all hating on me for that. It was all fun in games when you saved Port Merrick and then you're all like, no, we hate Port Merrick. That's a dumb name. We hate the name. Why did we save it only for it to become Port Merrick? Yeah, I wanted to see that place burn. I was fine blowing it up. Now y'all hate the name for Port Merrick. Well, now y'all wanted to get rid of Pendragon. And just like pineapple and pizza, you're going to regret not liking it. I guarantee it. But it's been a year. No flame, no flame heart. We haven't seen flame heart. I'm hoping that 2023 will be the year of flame heart. And also the return of Lissetti Singh and DeMarco Singh. And we finally, we finally, finally round up the uh, story of Tasha and help her become the, the good skeleton that we know she will become, that Briggsy will be a permanent fixture for us, for us to have like a connection to as a, a, a kick butt pirate that like is just someone we can look forward to seeing and, and have like reverence for the way we did with like the Sea Dogs when they were in their high days or the, in, their, in their top of the game arena days. Um, and I hope, that we really get to just like like 2024 is going to be the year sea of thieves is like we're doing all the stories everything that you wanted tied up baby we got you you want to know what's going on with those daggers and and ramsey back we got you you want to know who bell is and where she came from we got you we're gonna have a special audio podcast that's hosted by captain logan about the story of Bell, Legend of the Deep. I'm putting that out there in the world, by the way. Like, Rare, hit me up if you want help doing the podcast, The Story of Bell, because I'll do it. I will 100% do that. I don't know what sleep is. I will do that. But other than that, uh, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share this content, say hi to me. Uh, you can email the show at C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. You can say hi to me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can say hi to me on threads at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. Join the Discord to say hi if you want as well, too. The Discord is my home. It is where I spend all of my time. It is where I see and chat with all of the folks in my community that I absolutely adore. And it's if you if you want to say hi, if you want to, you know, send a message or something like that, that's going to be the best place to do it, honestly, because that's where I like to keep up the most on social media and stuff. Like, that's where I'm going to be the most. Everywhere else is all kind of like superfluous to, to the discord that's where i live so pirates thank you i love you and i look forward to seeing seeing you on the sea <laughs> i'm gonna try this again pirates thank you i love you and i look forward to making another 300 episodes for you